This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 176 of This is the G Podcast. Yes. What's going on? What's going on? Tommy B is in the building, all eyes on the debt ceiling. Biden goes to the G7 and has to come back because of the debt ceiling. And we lost actor, NFL Hall of Famer, and activist Jim Brown this week. And uh, Mike's going to be talking about that. Tanya B is also going to give us an update in the T. And is Ron Disaster and the Legion of Doom, also known as the GOP, about to blow up Florida? I mean, we'll see. We'll see. He's talking about running for president and announcing it this upcoming week. We'll see. We'll see. News with Syracuse Mike is coming up. Uh, Talib Shabazz uh, of the famous Earwax Records is going to jump on. We're going to talk about the John Morant issue. Also, Tanya B is here with T. Coach Art's jumping on to give us a sports update. Been a while. Thank you, Coach Art. And Vi's back with the benediction. But before we do all that, let's do news with Syracuse Mike. Mike, here we go. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. On the day that another White House meeting was scheduled, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen again warned that no deal on raising the debt ceiling soon could mean a catastrophe for the U.S. The U.S. economy hangs in the balance. The livelihood, livelihoods of millions of Americans do too. So there's no time to waste. According to Politico, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said after Tuesday's meeting that the structure of the negotiations had improved. He also said President Biden has agreed to designate someone to represent the White House in direct talks with the Speaker's team. Several national news outlets are reporting that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to officially enter the 2024 presidential race next week to challenge Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. That news comes as Disney announced that it is scrapping plans to build a new billion-dollar office complex in Florida that was set to also bring thousands of jobs. DeSantis has been in an ongoing war with Disney after the company voiced opposition to what's been referred to as the Don't Say Gay Bill. President Biden is attending the G7 summit in Japan while staying in close touch with his negotiators back home as the debt ceiling deadline gets closer. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says both sides are making progress, but we're not there. We haven't agreed to anything yet, but I I see the path that we can come to an agreement. And I think we have a structure now and everybody's working hard. And I mean, we're working two or three times a day and going back, getting more numbers. The president is cutting the rest of his overseas trip short and returns to the U.S. on Sunday. Sunday. NFL Hall of Famer Jim Brown has died. He was 87. According to his family, he passed away at his home Thursday night. Appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for the headlines. Uh, Talib Shabazz is here, man. What's, What's going man, on, man? Appreciate back, you, bro. Good to be back on the hey. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for, as I say, thank you for being a G. So <laughs> appreciate you. You know, but but Talib is here uh, because I wanted some insight into the uh, John Morant situation. You know, for years, Talib was half of Earwax, um, definitely dealt in the hip hop community, mm-hmm. the music community. And, and I, I do think and, and maybe I'm wrong. I think some of this has cultural undertones. And, and you know, I, I, I reached out to you, man, because I'd like to hear your thoughts. So, Talib, you know, what are your thoughts on this, um, on this John Morant? Well, you know, it's uh, I've got. I can see it from uh, from a lot of different angles. You know, number one, uh, I've been a business owner. So, you know, if I have a business, uh, I want people to buy into my corporate culture. 
You know, yeah. I want them to yeah. feel. I want to feel like uh, if I'm bringing somebody on, that they're going to follow. You know, the the protocols of what I've established uh, in my business because they're representing me. You know, right, and they're right. representing this name. You know, and that is a, that's very important, um, especially when you're dealing with you know corporate-minded Caucasians. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, I also see it from the standpoint of there are a lot of people in the younger generation that don't necessarily have the emotional maturity, I guess. <laughs> you, you can know, say it any way you want. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is a podcast, but I, I get what you're but, saying. You know, they, 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 yeah, they don't I agree. really, yeah. the thought process uh, and how mm-hmm. they get to yeah. their answers, you know, leaves a little bit to be desired. I don't think... Mm-hmm. Uh, that a lot of the younger folks um, or the people of this, you know, the the now generation, um, Mm -hmm. they've got a different way in which they process information based upon... But let me me ask you, when you're saying that, Mm -hmm. right? When you you and I, you know, we're we're of an age, we've seen, you know, different different generations of of NBA. You know, Mm -hmm. I go back, you know, I grew up, Dr. J was my my guy, you know? I grew up in the Dr. J era, the the George Gervin, you know, now maybe Jay had, was older and more mature yes. because he went through the ABA before he came to the NBA. Right. But uh, I'm just curious, man, because, you know, are the younger guys who came out of college into the NBA different from the guys now? I well, mean, you, they, know, you know, the same age? Yes and no. Bottom line okay. is, is that, you know, the 23-year-old is a 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and yeah. based upon the experiences of that twenty three year old, they could be very mannish, you know, mm-hmm. very worldly, or they could be, you know, still kind of sheltered and you know a little more childlike because of how the nurturing was. Um, well, well, on that note, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Daryl Dawkins did some dumb shit. Man, back look, man, look. <laughs> I mean, Moses Malone out of high you school. You know, right? Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> but you know I, what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, know, oh, yeah. And yeah, this yeah, is, and yeah that's what I even yeah. want to take it back to is that, you know, yeah. listen, man, I'm not trying to say that young folks ain't going to do something stupid because I know the a lot of the, most of the dumb things that I did were between the age of about 14 and, you know, 27. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's a wide range, but but, but again, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just saying I don't really do that much dumb stuff anymore. You know? Okay. You good. Know, at about 27, that's when I was like, oh man, well look, yeah. I can't just be this. I can't just do this. I can't just say this. You know, these hmm. things have consequences. Hmm. You know, the the actions, the things that I'm doing have a direct relation in, in terms of. You know where I'm trying to go and who I'm trying to be. Okay, you know? so you got the the NBA culture thing. Right. Um, maybe well, the man child. Well, you know, I'll tell you too. I'll tell you too, man. Let's look at it like this. Um, okay, 
You, you mentioned Dr. J. When the ABA started to come, uh, what part of the attraction of the ABA was that they were flashier players. Mm-hmm. These guys mm-hmm. were doing things in the ABA that the NBA necessarily wouldn't uh, uh, allow in the style of play. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the ABA was the Bob Cousy uh, <laughs> Red Auerbach Celtic um, ex- kind of exactly. Play, and if I know? remember correctly, yeah. in the in the documentary of of that time of that whole period, you know, yeah. they were they didn't know how to handle Dr. J when he was coming into the, they they did not want that that wasn't that wasn't basketball that wasn't a pure basketball. Yeah. You know, yeah. how yeah. you gonna yeah. dunk a ball? We shoot jump shots. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah. that's what oh, I was yeah. saying. Yeah. The cor- the corporate minded Caucasians, uh, because of how slow they are to adapt and see what's coming next. You know what I mean. Gotcha. In terms of a, in terms of how corporations move, most of them are move like dinosaurs. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if we got to be dinosaurs, you want to be a raptor. But that's not what these yeah. people are doing. I mean, think about how they looked at Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. In 2005, yeah. you know, there was an um, article that I was reading. You know, Phil Jackson wrote on the ESPN website in 2005 that the players have been mm-hmm. dressing in prison garb the last five or six years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about this gangster thuggery stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like... that. It, you know what I mean? Sometimes. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, you know, I think, and, and here's, look, I'll, I'll break it down. I think there were three phases right. of the, there have been a couple of phases of the NBA. Okay. Um, I think the drug phase was heavy in the 70s yes. where, you know, they eventually had to issue drug testing. Right. You right. know, when Stern got stern, right. 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 you know what I'm right. saying, and, and put his foot down. He had right. it I mean, come on. because the league was, was you happening. know, league was crumbling. <laughs> guys going to the guys going to the free throw line with red right. eyes. You know, right. it was they didn't want exactly. that image. The next image is the image you talk right. about the Iverson. Right. You know, that's where you know the hip hop culture, the clothing, and Larry Brown lost his mind at the Olympics. And came home and said, look, we got to issue some kind of, you know, mandate about what they wear. And that's where the the clothing, uh, the dress code came into effect. And and, and now, man, this this John Moran issue, man, you know, I think it's it's leading to the next phase. And and all of this, I think you're you're absolutely right, Mm -hmm. man, you know, from a standpoint of culture, man, because. You know, the, as the hip hop culture has gone from the Iverson phase to where we are now, right. it's edgy. Yes. yes, you know that doesn't make it right, exactly. but it's edgier. And then it comes down to okay, uh, as a as an individual, as a player, you know, how much am I going to expose that that's part of my lifestyle? You know, because well, there've been rumors about Harden. Right. You right. know, and see, <laughs> I won't get into. Yeah, yeah. But go you ahead. You know, the thing is, is this conversation, you know, or this this type of incident where it's mm-hmm. a repeat of the same exact behavior shows that, yeah. number one, that's not really where I am mentally just yet. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm yeah. not I'm not there because I'm still trying to, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm still trying to mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, feel my way through this whole thing and mentally I'm not I'm not ready because yeah. it's it's like 
if you say you understand I shouldn't have a gun anywhere around me, then then really the only place that my gun is going to be is at the house. And yeah, it will yeah. be in the safe, you know, or somewhere out of the way. And, and that's and that's just it. I think like that as a yeah. 53-year-old man. You know, mm-hmm. I think like that as a 27-year-old man. I don't know if I would have necessarily felt that same way as a, you know, 23-year-old man, maybe. But 23-year-old, uh, as a 23-year-old, I have a son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, so, well, you know, let me let me say this, though. You know, you make a good point. But but let me say, man, when, when he just lost the Nike right. deal. Um, as we tape today, Nike has taken his shoe off the, um, you know, off their website. Um, the other thing is, you know, with the amount of games that he was actually suspended, he lost forty million right. because he couldn't make all NBA. Right. Uh, he couldn't get the max right. deal. So you know, all this money he's losing, and people, there are people who are saying the next phase should be a full season. Mm suspension um you're hearing the 40 game suspension um you know i hear you know like mark mark lamont hill who's on the grill his attitude is he didn't break any laws you know don't come don't don't come down on him whereas you know jamil jamil hill used to be on espn is saying give him the match exactly exactly and, and my my only concern, man, is not necessarily what he does, because because honestly, you know, it's up to you individually, man. If if you know that's your money, right. <laughs> you know, if you want to, if you want to, you know, throw your money away and do that, you know, as an employee of the NBA, like you said, yeah. it's a corporate situation. Yeah. They have a right to control their image, and you know, can, it, it, personally, you know, each individual has a right to control their yeah. image. But I will say, man, that uh, it's tough for me when it's the second time. Listen, it's not just the second time. It's the second time in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Basically, yes. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes, these incidents were three to four months apart. But, yo, that's we're talking weeks because, you know, yes. it's like. It's still it's fresh. Still fresh, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, yo, man, and I, all I could think about is, you know, it's like, yo, you know, if I'm, if I'm, a, if I'm sneaking out of the house, you know, what I mean, if, yeah. I'm a, if I'm a 16 year old trying to sneak over to my girlfriend's, you know, and yes. I get busted, you know, do I make the same mistake and I go on punishment for two weeks? As soon as I get off yes. punishment, it's like going back and trying to you do it again. <laughs> Like yo, man, just, like we just talked about this, man. What 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 are you you know? Yeah, so, so here's the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that. Well, I think there's like I said. I think that there's a couple things at play. Number one, it's the hardheadness. Yo, you're a hardhead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know if because be, when, when I'm when I'm paying you literally this amount of money, I need you to not be a hardhead. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't know if you're going to fit into the corporate culture. Right. Uh, number two, it's like, man, we just talked about this. Like, yo, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm your dad. If I'm your dad, you know, I'm not trying to spank you. I just, but I just mm-hmm. told you, you know, that this is, I let you get away with it. I'm not going to spank you this time, but now you're doing it again. So now I got to spank you. You yeah. know what I mean? And you just did the, you just did the counseling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just did the video. Exactly. And then, yeah, and then you have to look at yeah. the culture yeah. that not only supports me being, oh, everything's on live. You know, I'm oh, every, uh, my yeah. whole life is in front of you. My real life yeah. is in front of you. Um, yo, man, why, we... It's the gun culture. It's the gun yeah. culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you get mad yeah. at somebody for having a gun on live? And you've got mm. senators <laughs> taking Christmas card yeah. photos with their child holding the rifles? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got Brian Kemp yeah. making a commercial talking about yeah, how he takes a how he takes his shotgun a shotgun to his daughter's boyfriend's head. Yeah. And this is on TV. This is while I'm running for governor. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? But let me say, let me say, let me speak to that, man. I think that's all well and good, but you make millions of dollars, okay? And you are just like I grew up watching Dr. J right. and some of my favorites. You know, if Dr. J had been in a car whirling, you know, <laughs> bouncing to you know, it had to be parliament. Right, exactly, back. exactly. <laughs> With a gun. Right. Then, you know what? As a kid, I would have said, oh, damn, that's cool. I want to do that. I would have said exactly. that because exactly. I love those guys so much. Right. So, candidly, it doesn't matter to me what Ja does in his spare time. Right. That's his life. Right. It's his money. Right. Honestly, Ja has enough money just to build he has enough money, dude, to build a gun range on his property and invite and a club within the gun range. If you, you know? if you lose forty million dollars from just eight games, yes, <laughs> that's my point. So, so for me, you know, then then the other issue, and and and, and I, you know, we, we we're gonna wrap it with yeah. this, man. But the other issues where, where he's accused of of you know threatening the fan on Twitter. Right last year right. uh, you know he's accused of you know threatening the mall security guy right. you know he's accused of beating up the 17 year right. old um, you know the off the off, off the court the situation with Shannon Sharp right. you right. know at the game back in January and and of course you know the Indiana Pacers situation where they were putting a laser like they were putting mm-hmm. a gun uh, you know while on the right. bus you know those don't make things any better. No, it doesn't. And, and honestly, I think they have to do what they have to do. And I'll understand it. I, well, I, see, I mean, honestly, I will understand if the NBA comes down hard. Right. I mean, because, because here's the thing. And, and this is this is this is the, they did it with the drugs. Right. They did it with drug right. culture. Go ahead. Um, I just want to say this. Really, the whole thing mm-hmm. that I want for the only thing that I would want somebody like John Morant to take away from this is the fact yeah. that because, I mean, any one of these incidents alone would not have been such a bad thing. The fact that we're, yeah. the, the fact that we are having all of these incidents almost coming back to back, you know, it's mm-hmm. compounding the entire issue. Um, and and it makes it bad for the next one uh, who comes along, because now you know they're looking at the, we got the NBA countdown coming uh, going on. You know you got mm-hmm. Imani Bates who's like the next big ticket. You know everybody's looking at him to be the next one oh. kid. You know what I mean? But, yeah. already, but he's in a similar situation, right? And they're already saying you know hey man nobody's talking about his his skill level and what he's doing at the combine they're 
they're commenting on it and then they're ending it with stuff like but no one is going to put up with John Morant issues you know yeah, because I mean? he, he he had a he had a uh, a charge where you know a gun exactly. charge so now we got, uh, where he was he was concealing a right. weapon and had weed in the car in, 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 in Michigan right. exactly yeah. so now yeah. it's so, the trickle yeah, down yeah. thing you know what I mean it's the it's the it's looking bad and when we have these incidents coming back to back to back like this you know it no yeah, longer yeah. becomes just a this is a young person thing you're not thinking clearly you know it becomes huh. it's more argument against you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so so final final you know where should we go where should what should the nba do what do you think <laughs> well listen uh, you know obviously he's not worrying about his money so i make sure that you know he has the bare minimum of whatever his contract is supposed to be um he would definitely be getting games off you know uh how many obviously eight didn't do it for you so we'd have to increase it you know there has to be some kind of punishment to let people know that you're breaking codes but again mm. the that what i don't want to see is the anger that come, and the all the emotion that comes out of people who are not directly affected by this man's life because he did break no laws he broke okay. he broke a policy so so do you think do you think 40 games is too harsh uh, I would, I would, yeah, I would, I wouldn't want to see anybody miss forty games. Look, man, are you either going to fire me? Because there's some people talking win? about half the, yeah, the full season. But so look, half, either if yeah. four, at forty games, that's half of the, that's half of my playing year. So look, obviously you you don't want me around, or maybe you do want me yeah. around. If you want me around, then no, forty games is harsh. If you don't want me around, then forty games is really where it's at. Because at that point, I'm looking for someplace else anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say 40 games. I'm predicting that they'll do 40. Mm-hmm. And if this were David Stern, mm-hmm. he'd be banned. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be gone. <laughs> you yeah. know, the, the new commission is on a different, a different, you know, uh, how do you say it? He, he, he's a different kind of guy. He's not David Stern. If David Stern had been commissioner yeah. today, yeah, it's a yeah. wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. Talib, Talib Shabazz, man. Thank you so Appreciate much, bro. How, how can people... You want people to contact yeah, you, man? definitely. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know they're crazy. You know? um, but, yeah. but, uh, hey, how, how do they contact uh, Instagram, you, man? I have to ask yeah, it's people. It's all good. Instagram <laughs> is uh, El Shabazz 7 E-L-S-H-A-B-A-Z-Z, the number 7. Uh, Twitter right. is just El Shabazz. Cool, cool. And and if, if y'all want to chime in on the conversation... Go to castropolis.net. Go go to our website, show website, and there's a people poll. You can leave a comment. Of course, you, you know our social media. I'll give it to you at the end of the show. But Tully, man, thank, thank you thank so you, much, brother. bro. You, you know, I, I knew I'd get some wisdom. <laughs> you know, I, it's always out of the earwax. Out of the earwax guys always know what's going on. Sage. <laughs> I don't want to sound like my dad coming at you, but there you go. Appreciate you, bro. Take care, man. This is the G Podcast returns after this message from the city of East Point. The city of East Point and the Atlanta NAACP present the East Point Juneteenth Celebration of Freedom 2023, Saturday, June 17th, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. in the East Point Commons, starring the incomparable Angela Winbush. Angela Winbush and Keith Washington. Loving you all through 
the night with Joyce Irby at Climax. And it's absolutely free. The City of East Point and the Atlanta NAACP present the East Point Juneteenth Celebration of Freedom 2023. Starring Angela Winbush, Keith Washington, and Joyce Irby in Climax. Saturday, June 17th, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Downtown Commons, 2757 East Point Street. For more information, go to KarenReneeForChange.com. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. That's right, children. It's time for tea. It's your girl, Tanya B. And you know, it's time to sip that tea. We do it each and every week right here on This Is The G Podcast. So, hey, if you miss a cup of tea, you miss a lot. Go back and download it. The show is on demand. Let me just get right to it, Tommy B. All right. First of all, we have to go to the celebrity prayer list and say... Rest in peace to former NFL Hall of Famer, civil rights activist, actor, and in some cases, another word that begins with A. I won't say what it is, Tommy B. Uh, Jim Brown, he passed away a couple of days ago, and uh, his wife, Monique, did post his passing on Instagram. She just said he died peacefully, didn't provide a cause. I'm hearing he had been sick for a while, but heck, he was 87 years young, lived a great life. And if there's two things you remember him for, one is his civil rights activism the other is at least for me the movie I'm gonna get you sucker and much like John Shaft he was a complicated man and you know what I'm talking about Tommy B mm-hmm. and I guess no one understood him but his woman Jim Brown so rest in peace now I gotta talk about something these movies that have come out this week and I'm telling you right now in case you haven't heard the critics have ripped and bashed Fast and Furious 10 already but they always bash so they bash 1 through 9 nothing's different word from the curb is that in Fast and Furious maybe I don't know 11, 12 maybe 13 one major character will be no more word to Tyrese get it together it might be you, boo. I know it will not be Chris Ludacris Bridges. He got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this week. And I love the way he said, it's not about me. And he gave mad love to the two people that even inspired him to even try to pick up a mic and Buster Rhyme. And it wasn't Buster Rhymes. It was the GOAT LL Cool J and Queen Latifah. Gotta give him five on it for that. He's doing a lot of things outside of the rap game. He's got the restaurant in Atlanta, Chicken and Beer. He's got Karma's World on Netflix and he also just partnered with the Boys and Girls Club of Atlanta and he's getting them $100,000 five on it to him for that now we got to talk about Whew, white men can't jump. Some things don't need to be made over. Hello, LeBron James and House Party. Same person. Did white men can't jump? The only thing I can tell you about that is it's worth missing. Jack Harlow, I know you want to get your acting chops up, but you better go back to first class. And Sinqua Walls, who we remember as Don Cornelius in the TV show American Soul. Whatever happened to that? But again, this movie has been ripped to shreds. It would never have made it on the big screen. So Hulu, 
Do your voodoo. Make it go away. <laughs> Are you ready for Eddie Murphy to step into the role of Inspector Clouseau in the Pink Panther movie series? Remember that? Like in the 60s and 70s, the actor Peter Sellers, uh, he played Inspector Clouseau. So that might be interesting to see. Hmm, time will tell. All right. Now, here's something that I'm just kind of perplexed about Tommy B. Now, although Tupac was born in New York, raised in many cities across this country, he credits Oakland, California as the place that launched and shaped his career. So there's a stretch near Lake Merritt, if you know anything about Oakland, um, MacArthur Boulevard, where he once lived, and it's going to be changed to Tupac Shakur Way. But hold up. Wait a minute. If the city council unanimously voted for this honor, why is Tupac's estate being given the bill to pay for this recognition? Inquiring minds want to know, is the city of Oakland going broke? And there is no timeline for when this name change will occur. Now let's drop down to Philly. Last week... In Philly, singer-songwriter, the late James M. Tume, he got a street name in his honor, and his people didn't have to pay anything. So I just wonder what in the Sam Hill is going on there. I got to say shout out to Fantasia. You know, she had, had a rough, rocky start in her early life. Teenage mother, high school dropout, functional illiterate. But Fanny went back to school in 2009 and got her GED. She even walked across the stage. Yes, she did. And now she is not playing. She, I think, is going to be one that's going to handle her business because she's still touring. But she's also now a student at Central State University in Ohio. What her major is? probably business but again she's taking a huge step i hope this will inspire other people to believe in the sayings and the teachings of our forever president barack obama can we do it yes we can that's all i'm talking about all right now let's talk about this the judge in the Tiger Woods case has thrown out the $30 million lawsuit by his ex-girlfriend. And he remembers she was a server at a restaurant that Tiger Woods owned. And she was worried about her future. Well, honey, how about getting a job and getting a skill besides flat packing, huh? <laughs> anyway, Tiger said, oh, no, 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 girl. This NDA is airtight. You can't put my bitches out there on Front Street. You will not be out here selling your side of the story to make money off of my name. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing about, oh, he told me I could live there for five years for free if we broke up. Who wants to do that? You know what? Oh, bye, Felicia. That's all I got to say about that. Now, you know, Beyonce has already told us she's not going to be out there banging her feet on the stage being Sasha Fierce forever. She's actually on the Renaissance tour overseas and she's recovered from foot surgery. But, you know, she will always branch out into other businesses and investments. Uh, you know, she had the House of Darion. She had that uh, the Ivy Park and all that other stuff. But now I hear she's getting into the hair biz. And heck, if the Kardashians can do it with their wig wearing themselves, why not Beyonce? And you may remember Tommy B. Her mother owned one of the top beauty salons in Houston, Texas. And Beyonce basically grew up in the beauty salon. Now she's got this hair care line. When we actually will get to purchase it remains to be seen. Details being, you know, really quiet. The brand name, what the products are, when it's going to be ready. But in the meantime, Beyonce's over there flipping her hair. 
and doing her thing over in arenas in Europe and she's selling out but stay tuned because I'm telling you now I think she's already about to start to put her retirement plans in place in case you haven't heard she and her husband Jay-Z have purchased the most expensive home in California with a price tag of two hundred million dollars that's what I said two hundred million dollars now let's talk about the elephant in the room country singer Jimmy Allen they know he's being sued by the former manager for a laundry list of sex offenses. Now, when he spoke out, he only did it on social media. He apologized to his estranged wife, Alexis, and his kids. Now, in the wake of this lawsuit, Jimmy got issues. He reminds me of the Jonathan Majors of music. His record label suspended him. They are no longer promoting his music. Okay, wait a minute. His PR firm dumped him. His management firm dumped him. Okay. And so did the CMA. That's the Country Music Association Festival next month. He is no longer going to be performing. Now, he didn't really address the allegations in his social media post. Uh, but he denied them. But he said, oh, it was consensual. He cheated the entire time he was married. He apologized to his wife and his kids for humiliating them. And that's exactly what he did. Humiliate them. But here's the the, the, the thing I'm not quite Jimmy you got to you got some explaining to do now he says he was sorry for humiliating his family with this affair but then he says I didn't do anything because it was consensual but then he says I'm embarrassed that my choices have brought shame on my wife she didn't deserve this and then Jimmy said he's no longer going to be a victim of his weaknesses does that mean he gonna go get some therapy I hope he does something all right y'all that's all I got I ain't got no more it's your girl time to be we sip this tea each and every Sunday right here on the Castropolis Podcast Network and don't ever miss an episode of this is the G Podcast Hey, again, another great job, Tanya B. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya B. Appreciate you. And you know, um, you know what time it is. What you watching this week, Tommy B? But you know what? This week, I'm keeping it short because I'm letting Coach Art get what I would normally do for watching. You know, the uh, what you watching, Tommy B. And um, I have to agree a thousand percent with Tanya B on the White Man Can't Jump rebuild, remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it. A thousand percent, Tanya B. Um, y'all need to stop with these remakes. And, and, you know, remakes are supposed to be an homage to the original. I, I realize that the original came out in 1992, and some of y'all may not have been born <laughs> in 1992. I don't know if y'all check out the podcast, but some of you may not have been born. But I, I had the opportunity to see the original, I'm telling you, the, the chemistry between Harrelson and Wesley Snipes was incredible. It was a much better script. But this this is all, you know, supposed to be this vehicle for Harlow. And I'm not going to go into it. Tanya B., you did a great job. I'm just going to say, y'all need to stop. <laughs> you know, j- just don't make a remake thinking that you can do it better and you do it worse. House party first, now this. Nah, don't do it anymore. If anything, I want you guys to watch this week. You know, a lot of stuff is already gone or out of season or can't be written because of the writer's strike. But the one thing, the documentaries are still going on. And I want you to check out the Hillsong documentary on Hulu. And I know uh, I've been watching a lot of Hulu, but Hulu really does a good job with documentaries. And I want you to check out the Hillsong documentary. Not going to talk a lot, a lot about it this week, 
but I'd love your feedback. Go to castropolis.net and click on the people poll. Give me your thoughts on that, man. That goes deep, a lot deeper than I thought it was going to go. But check it out. The Hillsong documentary on Hulu. Uh, Give it a shot. Check it out. All right, let's go ahead and see what Coach Art is up to. Coach Art, what you got? This is Coach Art with the G Podcast. I'd like to send out a special thanks and appreciation for a great boxing match last night. It featured Devin Haney uh, retaining his 135-pound belts against Vasily Lomachenko. Uh, they thrilled the crowd. There was energy on both sides. And my hat's off to uh, Devin and Bill Haney. Uh, may their reign continue and um, the good fights keep coming. Also, word has it that Georgia boxer from Albany, top rank uh, enlisted, Haven Brady Jr., uh, will continue his campaign, his undefeated campaign, at 135 pounds in the Atlanta area. I'm just waiting to see when that fight comes about. Sports brings us to the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks are going to have a busy first quarter the next season. That'll tell exactly who and what they are. Hopefully they get the coach, uh, what he needs to defend in the paint, and a viable option off the bench uh, to, to score. The Atlanta Falcons have bolstered themselves, and I hasten to say with with a very fine draft that brings them viable players and depth. And the thing that has me is that they are not finished. Um, having secured a, a, a running back in the first of the draft uh, with the eighth pick was a bold move. Uh, the the uh, left guard they got that'll soon, probably in a year or, or two, take over at left tackle uh, appears to be the road grader that we need that has the ability to develop into a quality left tackle. The secondary, all the pieces are shiny. All the pieces are primed uh, from the draft pick to the two to the two uh, corners they got off of trades. Intriguing part is is that I'm sure that the Falcons will get other players right at the cut of the 53-man roster. I see good things. I see a 12-win season. That will be big. The NBA playoffs. Well, I was the one that said Denver Nuggets. And I believe that uh, I was snickered at. There was a pause. And I believe I heard a faint sound of laughter uh, when I predicted that uh, that they'll come out of the West. They've been the number one seed. And right now, it's pretty much taps for the Lakers. The Miami Heat has to maintain the same level of, of, of grittiness because they have the, uh, the unpredictable Celtics on the ropes. This is Coach Washington for the G Podcast. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. We may suffer for many reasons. Some suffering is the direct result of our own sins. Some happen because of our foolishness. And some is the result of living in a fallen world. Christ never sinned, and yet he suffered so that we could be set free. When we follow Christ's example and live for others, we too may suffer. Our goal should be to face suffering as he did, with patience, calmness, 
and confidence that God is in control of the future. First Peter chapter 2, verse 21. For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering. Just as Christ suffered for you, he is your example, and you must follow in his steps. What I'm saying, no matter how bad your situation is, no matter what you're going through, and even if you think it can't get any worse, God is in control and always has been and always will be. You will be okay because God got you. And as long as you have your faith in God, you will get through this and things will be better. Amen. Amen. Hey, appreciate it, Vi. Thank you so much for the benediction, man. And I, I got to say thanks to Tanya B., of course, uh, Talib Shabazz, formerly of Earwax, uh, Coach Art for the Sports Report. Uh, and just thank y'all. Thank y'all for, for checking us out uh, every single week and downloading the show. Uh, again, you can check us out on YouTube. You can check us out on the multiple podcast platforms, the audio version. Uh, and also go to castropolis.net. Uh, you can go there, click on the G podcast. Everything G is there. Uh, in addition, you know, one of the things I'd love your feedback on the show, go to uh, castropolis.net and go to the people poll and leave your comments. You can leave voice messages. And, and I'll play again, I'll play them back on the show. I'm, I'm you know, I'm telling you. A couple of things I want to mention before we close uh, for my folks. Of course, I grew up semi-swats, kind of East Point-ish. I was in East Point uh, High School, and I, I bought a home in East Point. Um, so Greenbrier Mall, Greenbrier Mall was like within walking distance to me. And this week, as we tape uh, on today, um, the pre on Saturday, the uh, Greenbrier Mall Chick-fil-A closed after 56 years. Wow. Some of y'all might be saying, damn, I thought it had already left. But but yeah, yeah. Chick-fil-A uh, that was in Greenbrier Mall has closed. And might I make a suggestion to the folks at Greenbrier Mall? Go on and put a Roscoe's chicken and waffles in the mall. <laughs> in the same spot. Down and do it. Okay? Okay, that's a suggestion. A public service announcement from me. But go ahead and put that Roscoe's right there where the Chick-fil-A left. Also, uh, a correction. Um, in my talk with uh, Talib, I was talking about the ABA Bob Cousy. No, no, it was the NBA uh, that was associated with Bob Cousy that was much more conservative. The ABA was not considered conservative and more flashy. And then, you know, of course, the NBA swallowed the ABA and the rest is history. Um, so with that, you know, I appreciate you again. Go to castropolis.net. Everything is there. Uh, our social media, you can go in and subscribe. We're on all the social media outlets. Uh, so make sure you know, leave us some feedback there or at the site. And with that, episode 176 is in the can. We are out of here, y'all. Peace, power to the people. Have a great week and we will be back Memorial Day weekend. Have a great week. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.